how many days of excessive 100 degree plus heat are, are we up to now in Texas in 2022? Too many? Yeah, I think we are over that 15 day mark. Oh yeah, I think we're 20 at least. It's, it's... I'm done. And I we're mean, recording this on the, what, 21st of June? So the first day of summer in 2022? Yes, today is the first day of summer. The, the summer solstice, if you will. Is here. Yes, and we're, we're burnt. And we're already burnt. So I was thinking whenever we were coming up with ideas for this episode that maybe it's a good time to kind of revisit our thoughts and maybe talk more in depth about how to be efficient with things like water and electricity and all that. Basically how to camp a little greener, you know, just go a little greener. Ah, you're talking my language. You're talking hippie talk. Yeah. Which is why, which is why I leaned on you for this one. (laughs) You're you're not leansy. And I (laughs) (laughs) I, You're welcome. (laughs) We are missing our fearless leader, PJ today. I'm afraid we scared her off. Uh, we replaced <laughs> her with this wooden trailer. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Not as cute, but... Um you if know. you're watching on the YouTubes, we have we have this really cool cutout. We'll tell you about it here in a second. Now, how about we introduce the uh, the show real quick, and then uh, then we'll actually talk. <gasps> Hold on, breaking news! I just got a text message that says, "Dear winner, you were selected as one of our winners that won the total sum of two hundred thousand dollars. You don't have to be skeptical." It sounds legit. <laughs> what do you think? Respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to be skeptical. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you know what? I was skeptical. And then they no. said, I don't have to be skeptical. I mean, and then, you know what? All my fears. What kind of bot would do away. that? You know? All right. All right. Focus. Uh, it would work. It would work on my kids. <laughs> Here's a puppy. <laughs> my daughter would read skeptical. And my son would be like, I don't have to be skeptical. Nope. Oh, man. Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and the people, places, and adventures that go right along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV. I am Clint. I'm Lindsay. And we has no PJ. And there's P. Oh, no. No, there's no PJ. There's no PJ. At any rate, if you are enjoying this podcast, we do invite you, if you can, in any of your podcast players, go ahead and subscribe and like and review and all the things, whatever they call it. It really helps us in Apple podcasts for some reason. So if you can hop over to Apple podcasts and give us a like, a subscribe and a review there again, it just helps the algorithm. Something else we really love is when you guys talk to us, give us feedback Mm -hmm. and you can do that on Facebook. We have the RV small talk page. We also have an RV small talk community where you can post things, questions, topic ideas, things you want to learn more about, Mm -hmm. or just share pictures of your trips. We really love seeing that and connecting with our community. So join us on Facebook, RV Small Talk Community Group. Oh, and more pet pictures, please, by the way. Please, more dog pictures. Yeah. I'll take I mean, all pet. the pets, yeah. but... Fur, feather, scales. Sure. Um, also, we have a YouTube channel. So there's a chance you're actually watching us on our YouTube channel right now. Cool. There's a nice. chance you're not. There's a good chance you're not. So, <laughs> so going over to YouTube, just do a search for us, RV Small Talk Podcast, and boop. We are there. Subscribe to the channel. 
It's kind of fun because you get to see us be weirdos instead of just listen to it. Works for me. Think of all the things you miss, like mm-hmm. me yawning a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Don't yawn. You're going to make me yawn. Yeah. Um, I, I would like to mention that we have two. We have one more rally scheduled for this year. It's the fall tiny Texas tiny trailer rally. Are you going to spring this on me and try to make me say the dates? Um, it's the last weekend of September, that weekend that splits September and October. Correct. So whatever that weekend is, that splits September and October. That's September the one. 29th to October 2nd, yeah. I believe. Bandera, Texas, Skyline Ranch, but you need to head over to TexasTinyTrailerRally.com for Boom. details and to get registered for it. Now, what's it's super expensive, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, only the elite of the elite can join us. The top 1% of Elon Musk. I'm t- I'm t- it's like the, the tippy top of his hair. The rally is completely free. You just pay for your campsite. Uh, just, I mean, and the campsites are at a reduced rate because mm-hmm. we're in a rally. Um, but the the rally is completely free. Uh, the events are free. Mm-hmm. The tech talk is free. Um, the dinners we provide are free. It's going to be dinner and dance. We just we just love hanging out with y'all. Texas Tiny Trailer And just to be clear, it's a loose term. We don't really care what kind of trailer right. you have. We don't care where you bought it. We don't care if it's your first camping trip or your ten thousandth mm-hmm. camping trip. Uh I like to think of it as a play care. on word at this one. Because obviously it started out as tiny trailers, but I call it I like it to be a play on words because you know the whole everything's bigger in Texas. No, this is this is a Texas Tiny Trailer Rally because it's supposedly small, but it isn't any longer. Yeah. Most of them that come are smaller, but um, I mean, we'll, we we welcome anybody. Sure. In fact, we're going to have truck campers joining us this go round too. And we've had, absolutely. We've had toy haulers join Mm -hmm. us before, Mm -hmm. all kinds of things. Motorized. Mm -hmm. So look us up, join us now. Back now, to this, the hippie stuff. No, let's start with this trailer that we're looking at right here. Okay. If you're listening, we'll try to describe it. <laughs> it is it is like one of those die cut toys that, that we've been putting together for years. It's a birdhouse. Uh, well, it's a, it's a birdhouse that's shaped like a like a vintage. What did you say, Shasta or something like that? Yeah. Okay. And uh, our friend Karen Killfeather, mm-hmm. which is one of the most rocking last names ever. Anyways. It's true. So she uh, she bought a printer and um, decided to try it out and make this thing. I hope that you will go to her YouTube channel and look at this because it's cool. Um, and uh, she brought it to us as a gift. So here it is being featured. I know. It's so cute. I love it. I think everybody needs one of these. I asked her what she if she would make kits and people could buy them and put them together and decorate them. Yeah. But we'll have to see if that happens. All right. Item number two. Are you ready for hippie stuff or are you ready to talk about your last trip? No, we got to talk about you camp first. Okay, tell me about it because I was there. people want to know. Okay. Actually, a lot of people were there. <laughs> I saw a lot <laughs> of podcast listeners there. So my main job at U camp to help out new camp, man, <laughs> was to drive the golf cart to like shuttle people back and forth because the events take place at this massive uh, tent, massive right? tent, but it's across the street and it's very easy to walk and a lot of people walk. But, you know, some people like to have a ride, especially if they're camped in the back of the campground. Well, Walk sometimes, ride sometimes. Yeah. So it was just the best experience getting to shuttle people back and forth. It was perfect. I got to like 
talked to more people I could have if I just like walked around and said, you're right. Hi, my name is Lindsay. You right. Know, is that like, how you actually do it yeah, though? Yeah. You, <laughs> that's how you introduce yourself. And everybody goes like this. Oh, I can, yeah. I can see why. You're, <laughs> never mind. Okay. But it was, it was something to talk about it or like, you know, it, I don't know. It was just, it was fabulous. I had a lot of people come up to me and say, it's Lindsay from the podcast. <laughs> nice. Which, <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> it's super weird, yeah. but I also really love it. Okay. Fair. Um, I got one. It's Leslie from the podcast. Okay. So that's good. Okay. Um, but you camp in general, it was, it was wonderful. Mandy and Kendrick had their Amish wedding dinner celebration and it was gorgeous. Uh, both of their parents were there. So that was kind of cool. A surprise. It really did feel like a wedding dinner and sure. they like gave speeches and it was really sweet. Um, I, I don't even know what else to say about U Camp. I was like, I want to talk about U Camp, and now I'm like, I well, don't know what to say. Synopsis is it it's, a, it's a camp out for all for people who have New Camp products, new camp but owners. it's in the picturesque area of of Sugar Creek, Ohio, at the Winkle Peck Campground. Winkle Pleck. Winkle Pleck. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how you could come up with a name like that. Me neither, but, but I really like saying it. It's a beautiful campground it is gorgeous you got some weather though yes so the day before we came in there was actually a tornado real close to there mm-hmm. um i mean awning i think the meeting tent even went down right the what the meeting tent the big tent where oh all yeah those, i think it got oh yeah the over. giant event tent uh all the awnings it was pretty scary. Uh, and then we came in that yeah. evening, so everything was better. And then we had another storm on Thursday, yeah. I believe. Um, but it was kind of a nice storm. Okay. Like, honestly. Just like, a pleasant rain. Yeah, it, it wasn't too windy, which yeah. I think is what creates most of the problem. It was just rain that was straight down. It was it was pretty hard rain, but uh, I was actually sitting with Mandy and Kendrick. They had a 10 by 10 easy up and they had lowered it down. Okay. And we like snuck underneath it yeah. and then like sat in chairs. So and yeah. we just sat there and talked and it was like a little uh, a little clubhouse and it was really fun. And then it was over and. I like it. I like it. So if I were to say um, the sort of things that that they do at UCAMP event wise or, or even food wise, because they have mm-hmm. some awesome food, what sort of things would you say, you know, th- that's a mainstay. That's what makes UCAMP or should be replicated at other rallies? Um, the talks that they have are very popular. Lots of crowds because they have the ambassadors there. And okay. I think that's huge because all three of the ambassadors they have um andrew and his wife who live in their tag so they're the tag ambassadors then there's jen grover who lives in her tab 320 she's the tab ambassador okay and then there's mindy mindy and kendrick (laughs) sorry mandy mandy and kendrick who live in their tab 400 so they all live in these trailers and they give talks and then they do full timing talks mm-hmm. and then they do solo women talks and then they do boondocking talks. I sure. mean, it changes a little bit every year, but they're, they're crowded. And then this year they did an Amish talk. 
where you could ask what what is being Amish? Yeah, I think that it's this weird mystery or something you yeah. see on Lifetime TV, and like <laughs> you know, you don't really know what it is. You, but you, you hear rumors, and I didn't get to go to the talk because I was in the cornhole tournament, which was at the same time. <laughs> I I would have been in the pie hole. Tournament. I, I lost pretty quickly, but I had a ton of fun. Yeah, they had like new camp cornhole boards that were all painted, and they had it all set up, and then they had. New Camp referee shirts that said referee on the back and they were like black and white stripes and said New Camp. Andy was wearing one. He had a whistle and he'd throw his flag down. What were I they mean, refereeing? Was, In Cornhole, you have referees? Yeah, I mean, you can't step over the line or something. Oh, so it's kind of like bowling where you basically get a foot fault or something yeah. across the line? Oh, okay, yeah. I don't I mean, it didn't actually ever happen, but it was just so well organized and so much fun. Everybody was just having a blast. But they had an Amish talk that I heard afterwards from multiple people that that was their favorite thing. Amishly, that was the best thing? No. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to come back to these jokes. Like, do I just be like, good one? <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Zoink. <laughs> uh, anyway. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. U camp was delightful. Gorgeous. Yeah. The scenery. I can't get over it. The trees. Y'all, the trees in Ohio are tall they're not like texas trees that's what i mentioned when i came back from the ozarks we in central texas our trees now east texas you have good tall straight trees and all that but for the vast majority of texas you have lower trees some of them are big it's sort of like the big thick yeah but something about those tall skinny ones and then being all over the place the other thing that was crazy to me is when i was driving around occasionally you just like couldn't see the road because it just drops off. Because it drops off. Yeah. And like being from Central Texas, you that's when, not a yeah. thing. It just it's so straight and it's so flat. I had that happen once in Texas and and uh, I needed almost an ambulance afterwards. I, but <laughs> So like driving along like, where's the road? Where's the road? Oh, it's still there. I cartwheeled that car <laughs> and walked away. <laughs> so yeah, that's but anyway, U Camp was amazing. The people that put it on, I mean, the way they just run around and adapted to the needs when when there was a flipping tornado. Yeah. Or when I mean, we were the whole campground was out of power for half the day one day sure. and then two separate times another day. So they go to the boondocking talk and then they yeah. get, then they get to practice what yeah. they learned. Everybody got a lesson in boondocking whether they wanted to or not. But it was just I don't know. It's what I go to these rallies and I'm just like, oh, how can I bring some some of of this this back back Mm -hmm. to our rallies? Because it really is. That's the second Amazon guy that's walked in here in the past four minutes. I mean, you think they would like collaborate. One of them is my new shoes. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? I ordered new shoes and I'm not home. So I haven't delivered here. (laughs) Okay. All right. I think, uh, I mean, I don't even know what else to say about U Camp except for it was a blast and yeah. I really wish they would do it two times a year. Yeah. Well, what I keep on thinking is why aren't the Sears Truck Camper people showing up? Were there any there? Mm-mm. See, why? Why but, Sears Truck Camper people? Come on. Yes. Oh, God. They would go crazy. They would love to see it. Yes, they would. There are. There were five tadas there. 
That's amazing. Yeah. Because there aren't that many of them out in the wild. There were to five Tadas, and they were all gorgeous. Look them up, y'all. T-A-D-A. Ta-da! That's, a, that's, that's an older product, and it's uh, it's still very cool. And everybody still wants one. Yeah. New so, camp. <clears throat> yeah. I'm sure they're still working out the kinks on a certain barefoot trailer. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard of it. I don't know. <laughs> my feet are literally so far from my eyes. I don't. I don't, I, I, out of you don't know out, if they're bears. Out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is the point where Clint and I get weird. <laughs> just now. Just, just now. All right. So, so hippie stuff. Hippie stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it, again, we're in a hot drought right now a bad one in texas and it's summertime anyway so we need to be conserving at all times good or bad so i thought yeah why don't we see if we could think of some ways to go a little bit more economical more efficient more green i think it's it's definitely in the forefront right now i've i get emails you get texts you get it on social media especially in texas about how you know help us conserve energy because we're pushing Right. We're pushing the needs of the grid. Well, even in Texas, but but in other states in the South, like I hear what Lake Mead over in Las Vegas. I mean, they're finding stuff that sank decades ago because the water's so far down. It's crazy. And which makes me kind of want to go with a metal detector, but whatever. This this list. I mean, there are some things that are a bit extreme on here. The idea is if we could all do one, two things on this list, mm-hmm. then actually that would make a huge impact. And there's things that you can do that's obviously immediate, like I'm conserving water right now, right? Because I you just, are? because I use, no, not right now. Like, so like <laughs> if I were camping in my trailer, I could say I'm conserving water right now because I'm using the same water to brush my teeth and spit and brush my teeth and spit and brush my teeth and spit over and over again, right? <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> Don't conserve water that way. <laughs> um, however, there are some things like if you if you look at the packaging of things that you buy, then it might not be an immediate thing, but it might be an uh, an a green thought to have once it leaves your possession. You know, the number one thing is plastic water bottles plastic water I bottles I flip and hate plastic water bottles yeah they're so they're so the problem is they're, they're so, so 2005 and they're very stop but 2005 was a season of excess <laughs> <laughs> um, no I mean they're, the problem with them the problem with everything I think is it's too easy it is it's convenient and it's easy and like I'm not saying I never drink out of plastic water bottles right but I still hate them yeah <laughs> Yeah, and you can die a little bit inside when you do it, and it's yeah, fair. Yeah, totally. But I'm going to, um, okay, just, okay. Let's uh, dive in here. Let's, let's. Uh, I'm going to let you steer this because the, I'm pulling you off track. Yeah, Okay. you're good at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All aboard. <laughs> Choo-choo. Um, number one thing, or the first thing, not number one, but the first thing that actually helps a lot and is actually becoming standard in RVs is LED bulbs yes but if you have a used rv or uh you know a classic rv or maybe one that doesn't didn't come with the led bulbs use yankee candles replacing those i i mean i knew they were better for conserving energy but i had no idea they use 75 percent less right i thought it was like 
some. Well, here's here's but the that's thing. a huge chunk. You're if you do that, it obviously takes less of a toll on the the grid and and all that. It, you're personally using less energy, but that means that if you have need of energy in other places, it's also available. Correct. So if you have, so you're saving the planet and your battery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your battery life. It's another two more <laughs> charge on your phone off of your RV battery. Yeah, I mean LED bulbs. I just it's it's such an easy and cheap way. Right. To really reduce your you energy. You know, one way you can tell that they're more efficient is LED bulbs tend to run a bit cooler than incandescent, too. So It's there's not going to heat up your RV. It's less lossy. Mm-hmm. So there... So Wait, what? Lossy. <laughs> Timmy fell down the, the <laughs> well. Lossy. <laughs> like like Bob's Flossy? Rossy. <laughs> Fossy. Happy little trees. No, I'm talking about... Never mind. Okay. I don't know either, folks. I have no idea where she's going with this. I'm just trying to rhyme. All right. Okay. So. Replacing LED, lights. Yeah. Water restricting faucets. Okay. Okay. I know. Oh, the, I know. Oh, I know. Mm. I don't want to restrict the water. I need the water. How am I, go <laughs> how am I going to pressure wash the grime off, need, of, off of me? I need the water. It's so frustrating to try to wash dishes or take a shower when you have no pressure. it's trickling. Mm -hmm. I get it. But the good news is it's 2022 and there's like, we figured it out. <laughs> you can have both you can conserve water okay and have pressure uh one of the best ones i've heard of is the ox oxygenics yeah shower head uh-huh high pressure reduces water like yeah. easy replacement easy fix there's a ton of other companies out there that do it that's just the one that everyone's right. heard of um but even on your outdoor kitchen yeah, yeah. sink or whatever you don't need water just shooting out of there do no, you you don't and here's another thing is a mindset issue when it comes to water there's a mindset issue we are so used to our residential way of doing things and we so want to take that with us in the campground that we don't want we when you're camping you really shouldn't be washing dishes the same way anyways and you no, should you be get, showering the same way anyways right um, and that's why the shower heads, even if you don't have one of the really nice kind of water miser type shower heads or, or the one that you, uh, oxygenics, oxygenics, they almost all have that, that little switch that on the click on and off. And you're supposed to take what's called basically a military shower or something like that, where you, you get wet. You, then you turn off turn the water. it off you soap up and then you turn it on you rinse off and you you're turn done it off, yeah. you should be able to shower while camping quickly efficiently and greenly greenly i mean we all you know and wash dishes too like to have our yeah just wash dishes in the shower yeah you know what we say <laughs> we're doing you know cleaning things in the trailer and all that if we're camping we just use the term camp clean camp clean is called good enough yeah you yeah, know? you're going to eat off of it in a second. If my again, son licks right? his plate to where I can't tell. Man, that's what dogs are for. But I don't have one. I have, have a, your I have dogs a son. do the dishes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, heard a joke about. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Um, solar. I put a duh oh. next to this one because yeah. one, I don't know a ton about solar, yeah. but everyone else does. So, like, obviously, solar helps 
sure. reduce the energy that you're using. Right. We all know that, but I had to put it on the list. So yeah. solar, duh. Mm -hmm. So with solar, I like to kind of say, well, if you're doing solar, it will top off any type of battery. I do like the idea of lithium ion. I understand there are quite a few folks out there that are still afraid of them for a few reasons. The first one is the upfront cost. Yeah, that's scary. They're expensive. Um, but I look at how long I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have it and use it. And the warranty on mine is 12 years. Yeah. You know, okay. And how often you go camping, right. probably. Right. You know. um, the other thing I, I, that people are worried about is the that there are stories out there of lithium-ion batteries exploding, kind of like the old cell phone battery issue that happened a few years back. And um, Is that why I got yelled at for using my cell phone at the gas pump? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that lady of, was mad at me. Kind of. The deal is, is that uh, static electricity around gas pumps is usually what sets them off. So another thing to do is, while you're pumping gas, don't get in and out of your car while your gas is pumping because that motion of getting in and out of your vehicle with fabrics and all that. And, right. And all, I always touch the thing. Right. I always touch the metal thing. Mm -hmm. So so anyways, so there is some fear of lithium-ion batteries. Um, catching fire or exploding. That is very rare. I think it's a very real fear though. But the other thing other than the cost up front and that fear of explosion is the fear of I can't use it if it goes below a certain temperature. You know, below freezing, they don't below charge. Freezing. You can still discharge them, but they don't charge. But modern ones uh, have built in fail safes on that where you can buy a little heating pad that mm -hmm. takes care of it or yeah. you install it inside your cabin which you're already keeping warm enough for you to stay not dead then it also stays not dead and can charge so i'm not too worried about that <laughs> if you're not dead your battery's not dead right <laughs> now the solar piece is find out what your usage is and then go ahead if you're going to go into solar go into the level that you need it because i have a hundred watt solar panel and that is when it's operating at 100% efficiency. That is never, it, it just isn't. So to charge my 120 amp hour battery would take forever, right. especially with my 12 volt compressor refrigerator, which is very efficient. When it is actually running, then, then the solar panel, you know, is now charging my battery at what, 0.42%, <laughs> you know, amp hours, amps per hour. So anyways, look at what your needs are and then go all in on solar. Sorry. Did you see that look on my face yeah, and sorry. did it like reel you back into like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make that, it's make it, that face. It's, it's fair. When I can when I see that face, I'm like, oh yes. <laughs> it was more like I figured out my earrings are killing me under these headphones. So are, are your earrings named Smalls? They're killing me, Smalls. They're so cute, but they have to come off. All right. Oh, God, I feel so much better. I keep talking about solar. I could do this all Ooh, day what's now. What's this next one? <laughs> the next one is fun. You ready to talk about poop? Always. <laughs> <laughs> That's my son. It's all he wants to bring all up. All right. Composting toilet is a huge way to stay green, but it is also a fairly big commitment Okay. And kind of like the lithium batteries, I think it scares the bejesus out of so many people. Gosh, I want one in my trailer so bad. Really? I do. I would 
absolutely go with a composting toilet. I you, think you I wanted would to save this later this question, would you later? I'm gonna jump right in there. Preempt your question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I love I think that the functionality of a modern RV toilet system is perfectly fine if i get if my next trailer comes with a standard system my family will use my son will abuse it'll be fine but if i were to if you had a choice yeah i think i would i would work this rock this system i really i really would too i mean i i've I know about composting toilets. I know people who use composting toilets in their houses yeah. and in RVs. And it just, it's not as bad as you think. No, and it comes down to that thing that we talked about with the water bottles. It's just so easy to do what we're so used to with. But honestly, it's not that bad. Right. Um, it doesn't smell. Right. It doesn't smell. That's the whole idea. It breaks down so it's not sitting there smelling. You don't have to use poopery. And you don't have to use poopery. You have to use ammonia. So let's talk about just real quick, like the general, very general, don't come at me, um, maintenance. <laughs> don't throw no, no, no mess at her. <laughs> <laughs> of a composting toilet. So maybe if you are slightly interested, it'll uh, you'll look more into it. So you basically crank to flush it. Right. Okay. And cranking, what it's doing is it's just it's macerating. It's turning everything. Oh, oh, oh kind of like a like a compost heap in my backyard. Yes. I'm always turning Ex that over. Yes. Okay. You have a compost heap in your backyard? Well, yeah. I'm almost uh, Laura and I are about to start a second one. Wow. I want to do that, but I just I it's, I haven't. Just throw organic we stuff in the to, backyard. And yeah. have a heap. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have one. Turn it over. Um your dog will love it. <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't think about that. Never mind. <laughs> We're done. So you crank to flush it. Mm -hmm. You spray it with vinegar yeah. every day, mm -hmm. which I mean, how hard is that? You keep a spray bottle with vinegar next to it and then you just yeah. spray it every day. That's um, how you keep your cat in line too. And here's the thing. Okay. So when it, camping in my trailer, it's pretty small, but I have to dump every, I don't know day no. three days yeah i would say with, with four people four people trailer, camping full time i would say three days three days yeah, yeah if wait, we're wait, being conservative do you have a combined tank in this yes uh see that's another yeah. reason why you're dumping more but even yeah. if even if it was separate okay so with a composting toilet you have to take care of it right like take it out yeah like every three to five weeks. But it's like a cassette, except for it's different because it's not really the water weight issue. This is already kind of broken down. If you've ever ha handled like peat moss, yeah, peat moss is super light mm -hmm. because it's got hardly any water con it's content. It's got a lot of air in it. <laughs> right. And so that's what you're actually kind of creating with a compost toilet. It's something akin to that where a lot of the moisture is already completely done away with and when you're dumping once it. Once a month. Yeah. If you are full, like, just say you're living in your trailer yeah. once a month, once a month, you have to deal with it. No hoses. No. Mm -hmm. I just I think it's awesome. So if you're even a little bit curious about a composting toilet going a little green, I think you should look into it because it is not yeah. as scary as you think. And nowadays there's so many options right. and products that make it easy and you'll i mean can you think of how much water you save you know, i'm so Just fed up with the, i'm fed up with the um 
plumbing situation. What at are you the fed old, up with? You know what makes me <laughs> really grinds you, my gears. You know what grinds my gears uh, is is the old plumbing that because the old ranch house doesn't have enough frequency there. Some of the old plumbing, it it's on well water. There's a lot of mineral in that well water. It gets lime and all that. You know, it's one thing that I think is if I can find things like composting toilets and other th- fixtures to start retrofitting that old building, I I would be more happy. I'd get a composting toilet. Yeah, and and we can just say, fine, you septic system. All right. Next is insulate, insulate insulate i mean this is i mean it's obvious Mm -hmm. but things like the the foam blocks that cover the windows and the vents right things like that they make a huge huge difference and i didn't even think about this until i was putting this all together but rugs on the floor on the floor i mean okay I know I sound like an idiot, but like I literally didn't think about that, how that would help your energy consumption. Yeah. A rug on the floor. And it, you know what? It's it's exactly it's, it's a floor layer of insulation that you're adding. Yeah. But it's also really pleasant for the environment because you, you and I both know in some of these trailers, it's very close, narrow, low roof and all that flat, solid walls. You get this uh, reverberation going on and, you know, audibly kind of like your phone going off on while we're. <laughs> and so if I put a rug on the floor in a house that has all tile, it makes a huge difference acoustically so i'm happier still don't it, win y'all and it's pretty and it's and it's pretty i feel pretty oh so pretty so pretty all right okay what are you what's next i gotta look you want to know what's next okay yeah i had a question i saw I this have, on your I list have, and i need you to tell me what question. this is bottle bricks bottle bricks bottle bricks tell me more what is this bottle brick? okay it's exactly what it sounds like what the frick is a bottle brick <laughs> so you cannot use water bottle bottles. <laughs> okay. Which sucks because that's what we have the most of, but they're just too thin of plastic. So the idea, and this is a thing, I did not make this up. This is a thing. You get a a smart water would probably work because it's thicker. Okay. A Gatorade bottle, a energy drink bottle, a soda bottle. Okay. And you just... It's just a few microns thicker than a plastic I know, water bottle. I okay. know, But if you're making a brick out of it. So you just... You're making you, a brick? Just... <laughs> Tell me more. House. <laughs> Mighty Okay. You keep it on your counter. You rinse it out. You just keep it there. And then every time that you unwrap something, you shove it in there. I just... I <laughs> just... You might have to cut this out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you shove the wrapper in the bottle. Any kind of any kind of packaging. Yeah, like not food obviously or things you would put in your cardboard. Even though I'm probably composting that or recycling yes. it. Y- yeah, you'd want to recycle that. We're talking like things you can't recycle. Okay, so like, like plastic wrappers from granola bars and opening a package, plastic bags. Yeah, like like you buy a 
a loaf of bread or bread of loaf, like I was about to say. <laughs> uh, you buy a bread of loaf, and <laughs> if meatloaf started making bread, what would it be called? <laughs> I would do you, anything for that sandwich. You put it all in the box. <laughs> We're learning about bottle breaks, Clint. <laughs> so you put the lime in the coconut. <laughs> you put the meat in the loaf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a pierogi. Okay. <laughs> You're crying. Uh, okay. Joyfully, joyfully so. Put trash in the bottle. Okay. And then you take a stick and you like <laughs> shove it in there. Until basically the trash uh, is so compacted mm. into this bottle and you keep filling it up and one bottle can last you like weeks because you can really pack it in there and then pack it up, pack it in. <laughs> let me begin. Stop. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> you put the cap back on it. Okay. And uh, you have one or two choices at this Captain point. Captain Crunch or Captain America? You can. Okay. Use your bottle bricks to build yourself something. Ooh, what did you see built out of bottle bricks? Furniture. Oh, it sounds classy. <laughs> <laughs> or you could donate your bottle bricks to someone who will a lot of places that take them to other countries and they build their furniture out of them. So you're taking if you look at the pictures, it's kind of amazing. Enough trash to fill up three of these tables okay, will fit inside a bottle. And when it does, it makes it really, really strong. Okay. And really brick-like. Okay. And you can make things out of it. And that's what people use to build. So instead of this much trash, it's still trash, but it's contained and it's there. And it's being used for something Sounds else. like it has some built-in R value for like insulation yes. purposes too. Yes. People are building houses out of these. Okay. And you know what? This sounds like a great google search image search yes go down it's really cool and all you really have to do is keep a coke bottle next to your sink and then every time you unwrap something instead of throwing it in the trash you shove it into the bottle you know what if i want to if i want to actually make more faster do i get to amazon more things no 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 that's producing more waste we're talking about conserving here we're talking about oh you're not you're not getting it, Clint. I'm a modern American. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, bottle bricks, it sounds weird, it sounds silly. However, if you're somebody who does do a lot of package snacks and stuff like that, you find yourself with all these plastic wrappers, it'll keep you from taking the trash out as often, yep. which is always a plus. And it doesn't take up much room. It's a Coke bottle. Sure. It's a Coke bottle. Sure. And then you can just like, there's places all over where you can just donate them. They gather them up and somebody will have a couch. I'm going to bring this idea home to my kids. And I'm telling you, it, it would be so fun for yeah. them. Sure. 
Okay. 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 So What's that's this? bottle bricks. Let's move on. Water filtration systems will cut down on plastic water bottles. That's really the gist of it. Sure. If you have clean, drinkable water in your RV, you won't be stopping at Walmart to buy the pallet of water bottles every time you go camping. How do I know this? Because that's what I do. I okay. I'm going to. Stop. That's clear. I do. I don't even have a. I don't even have a joke to make about I it. Do. <laughs> I I will admit that I do it because it's easy. But honestly, it's. So wasteful. Sure. Let's be better. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, Enzyme-based tank cleaners. We've seen all different kinds of tank cleaners, right? right? But I use the enzyme-based ones. I use the natural ones, and I have never had a problem, like, with smell or buildup or anything. There are microorganisms out there in the world that need to eat. There are starving microorganisms <laughs> in Africa. <laughs> we import these. <laughs> Give them a chance. I tell you what, once they have helped you in your green pursuits, they get their green card. They get. <laughs> what? It's just immigration. It's funny. Okay. It's funny. Um, oh, I've watched the new there, season of 90 Day Fiance. I haven't even heard of it. I'm in the middle of it. I don't know what you're talking about. It's so bad. Okay. Um, so don't get started. <laughs> Don't ever watch it. Okay. Uh, Okay. One more thing I wanted to talk about is the TRA green certification. So this is actually a... (laughs) Tra-la-la-la-la. Tra. Tra. It has a... Over oh, the okay. <laughs> <laughs> TRA green certification. This is actually something that uh, gets put on the trailers it's like a little sticker next to the door and it basically has nothing to do with the efficiency of the rv but it does have to do with the efficiency of how it was made it, oh okay so so it's like it's like the the building methods the manufacturers and get toured by the certification and then they get a a bronze silver or gold or a nothing Um, so look if you're looking to buy an rv buying an rv that is practicing these green methods right they look at air quality they look at um uh 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 resource efficiency (laughs) Uh, (laughs) are they reusing materials are they throwing away stuff that could be used they look at energy efficiency of the entire manufacturing plant which is really cool and the water efficiency of it so the way that it is made they then get a certification there are some big companies on there there's some little companies on there you can go online and see which manufacturers are certified Mm -hmm. green green certified but if you really care that is a step that you could take make sure you're buying something that comes from a place it takes you where they care you know if you're you're like i want to be green when i go camping but you can say i started this journey before i ever saw my yes they used green practices while building your rv and that i think is really cool um very proud to be covering a lot of those yeah. brands here and i don't know it just makes you feel like you're yeah. buying a better product because it's people who give a shit. i i think there you go <laughs> you're gonna make me bleep that i'm sorry <laughs> I, I almost cussed like two other times and i didn't oh, so man. you're welcome i, I thank you <laughs> you didn't have to do what you did but you did but you did, did what you did, did. 
And I thank you. <laughs> you know, and another thing that can help you to be energy efficient and water efficient is simply the location of where you put your RV. Really? It does matter. Let's say. Like in the shade? Yeah. In the shade, you don't have to run as much energy to keep it cool. You know, um, if it's if it is cool outside and you put it in the sun, you can use that solar not only to recharge your battery but also to warm you up. It really, it's it's a simple idea, but location makes a big difference on how you can do green processes, procedures, and tasks. Things. Things. So let's be green, y'all. Like Just it. a little bit. Yeah. We're not asking for anything extreme here. Aren't we? Just crank your poop and shove your trash into a bottle. <laughs> no, but really. Oh, it, it I all dare, come, I that's the takeaway, y'all. I know. No, I dare you to do just one, just do one thing on this list. Okay. Okay. And if everybody in the entire world, RVing community, did one thing on this list, I think it would be amazing. Sure, sure. I'm not sure the entire RVing community listens to this podcast, though, so that might be a problem. So, so if you guys if you, could just spread the word. If you want to be really, <laughs> really, really green, share this episode. Yeah. Oh, the greenest <laughs> thing you could do. That's right. It, it doesn't take much in the way. I mean, it involves no plastic. You could save the planet by sharing no this podcast. I like it. We have done a good <laughs> share thing. Share the podcast. Save the world. We've done good work here. <laughs> Up top. You know what? I want to thank Karen Kilfeather again for this. It's gorgeous. This it's, is cute. I'm going to give it a quick little. A little spinny spin? Yeah, look, look. Let me get all my stuff out of the way. Here, here comes the, the the trailer. I'm a model. You know what I mean? Doing my ditty on the catwalk. Sorry, you're going to have to look at the video on YouTube, <laughs> everybody, because. Or just don't look at the video. <laughs> I feel like I should not be looking at this. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> None of the three jokes that just went through my head are going to be aired. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Well, that, th that was fun. Absolutely. Thanks for putting this one together. Oh, well, thanks for... You had the idea. Teamwork. Another Team high five. Work. It's going to hurt this time. Yeah, I know. Your high fives <laughs> always hurt. They scare me. Everybody, thank you for being with us through this episode of the RV Small Talk Podcast. <laughs> episode. Episode. <laughs> Don't forget that you can check out other episodes at rvsmalltalk.com. Find us on social media because we're there, RV Small Talk Podcast. And we're on YouTube. Please check us out there if you want to see this really cool trailer from Karen Kilfeather. Or me then, dancing. Or, or dancing. You didn't sing very much. No, we sing a little bit in this episode. There's some Would singing. you like me to sing some more? You know what? Take us out with the song. Like us on Facebook. You can hang out with us. Come to the Texas Tiny Trailer Rally. Thanks, y'all. See you next time. Go green. Do something good. Be nice. Travel. I just <laughs> live, laugh, love. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 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 I had to. Oh my god. It's <laughs>